Big Sis Podcast. We love Big Sis! Welcome to the Big Sis Pod, a product of Big Sis Australia, with your host, Karen Mason. Thanks, new voiceover chick, and welcome back to Series 2 of the Big Sis Pod. I'm super pumped to be back into your headphones again and really hope that you enjoy the topics that we'll be covering off this time round. I'd like to take this opportunity to say a huge thanks to some of the people who have helped me bring this podcast to life and for us to actually be a finalist as a best newcomer at the Australian Podcast Awards this year. Thanks so much to the amazing guests that have given up their time for us, the wonderful team at BE Media Productions, who are actually mainly men and who helped me out with the technical sound engineering and co-produced the editing with me. And a huge thanks to Apple Podcasts and iTunes, who featured our podcast from the start and was actually up on the featured page for about four and a half months. So that was amazing and a really great way to kickstart the podcast. I'd also like to thank Sharon from Omni and, of course, all of you for your love and support as my loyal listeners. Without you, I'd simply be talking to myself like a loony. So thanks again to all of you. It's great to be back. Let's kick off this series with sex myth busting. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so excited about this topic because I've decided that I love it so much that it's going to be the very first podcast back for series two. And yes, you are going to thank us for this. Trust me on that. Joining me on the sex myth busting panel is Mickey Munro. She is a sensual empowerment coach who is based on the Gold Coast. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to be spreading the good word. (laughs) Okay, because we are both on a bit of a mission to get this out to the masses. And today we're all about the truth because seriously, some of these myths that have been flying around for, you know, decades, even probably longer, probably centuries. And I really wanted to talk about the facts today. And the one in particular that I only recently learnt of is the fact that all women can orgasm internally. Now, that's true, yeah? Absolutely. That is 100% true. (laughs) So why have we been fed these lies for so long? Because I have been told time and time again, whether it was Cosmo magazine, whether it was, you know, just word of mouth, whatever it has been. But I honestly thought that only 20% of women in the whole world could orgasm internally. Why have we been fed these lies? Well, that's a really good question, actually. And it this does go back to looking at us as a society for, like you said, the centuries, the whole being of our, us as a community. And the fact of the matter is, when it comes to sexuality or arousal, we've been taught in a very masculine way. I mean, literally a hundred years ago, it was still perceived that women didn't even have orgasms and women would have to go to their doctors to get a um, prescription from what was, yeah, the hysteria. It wasn't seen that women had pleasure, but they would get this tension built up and it was technically hypertension within the muscles. And the relief or the uh, prescription for that was actually an internal massage in the yoni space. 
which uh, led to doctors having very sore hands. And that's actually how vibrators were created. <laughs> Funnily enough is because the doctors were so unindated with women. And this kind of shows us as a society that there is so much to the feminine arousal system that we are not educated on. We are not understanding and hasn't really been looked into far enough because we are very much taught about arousal in the masculine way, the goal way, you know, the orgasm. And we are nowhere near in understanding the tip of the iceberg when it does come to how the female system and the female arousal works within the body. So the misinformation, I wouldn't even like to think that it's complete lies. It's just misinformation of people who don't understand or haven't had the knowledge to really truly understand what's going on inside of us because we've been taught and conditioned to believe that our vaginas are for either baby making or um, a man's pleasure. So you can't expect men to really truly understand us on that deeper level when we haven't had the, um, the ability to really look into this stuff. So I know growing up, you know, cosmopolitan reading, you know, 33% of women can only have internal orgasms. And then that already sets up a conditioning and belief. Well, those stats are better than what I heard. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is what I mean. It's like this, you see these statistics and we don't question any further because this is a topic that isn't spoken about. I mean, I grew up in a Muslim country. I grew up in Dubai mainly. And talking about your sexuality, let alone a woman's um, body, was just a, a no-go, let alone our own experience with ourself. We're not taught to um, – we see it as, well, I can't achieve that because I don't feel anything there, so that means that I'm just not one of those women, and then we kind of give up on it. So, yeah, that's really how I feel how we got to this place is, you know, sexuality has been really – come at from a masculine way of being because we live in a very masculine world and we are yet to really truly discover the potential for the female arousal. Well, that's the thing because I'm one of those statistics that believed the lies or, as you said, maybe just, you know, wasn't communicated to us. But I have told my partners that I'm just one of those women that can't. And so I definitely gave up and that's why it's so important to be talking about it. Absolutely, because it's one of those things, right? You may have a couple of experiences where you don't feel anything and you go, it's kind of like that, oh, well, I guess I'll just um, accept that. And it's about the arousal system for the feminine does take, it takes more time. It it takes um, a certain setting to allow that to come through and to flow through. And we can't expect men to know these things if we don't know them about ourselves. That's the most important thing. And um, the biggest point that I was making on the night that I was speaking and we, we met is really understanding when it comes to feminine orgasm, how important and um, sensual the heart space is to connecting to these deeper states of pleasure. 
I totally agree. And I just love that, you know, especially within the sisterhood and the tantric communities, you know, we're talking about it a lot more. We're becoming awakened. And as you said, how are the guys going to know if us women don't know what we're doing ourselves within our own bodies? So I just think it's such powerful information to be aware of because, yeah, if we don't know our own bodies, how can our partner grow with us? Absolutely. And, you know, that there's a deep spirituality to this that we are awakening to. But what I really love is the understanding, like we said, the, the science. And um, it's like the logical understanding of what's physically going on in our bodies. And like I was saying about the heart center being connected, if you're not having feeling down there, if we've had emotional trauma, if we've had things that, you know, uh, affected the heart, that creates a reaction in the brain that releases certain chemicals and hormones that create that, that center to shut down. But on a physical level, those chemicals and hormones actually get stored in the cellular memory of our womb space because our womb is directly connected. Even on a physical level, there's a massive vein going through there, the vagus vein. And even that on a physical level, this gets stored down there. And then the muscles actually respond by getting triggered and shutting down and tensing up. And then if we're not taught to go in there and release that because we're only taught that it's about, you know, making babies or or sex, we're not going in and actually releasing these muscles. You got to think about like if you have a knot in your back, you go get a deep tissue massage to release what's stuck in the cellular memory there so that the muscle can then release. Because if we leave that muscle tense, the body creates a layer of numbness. It creates anesthetic so that you don't feel the discomfort of it being tense. And then what that creates is us not being able to feel things because we've got anesthetic going on in there. We've disconnected from there because we haven't gone in and connected and released the muscles beyond just pleasure or, yeah, making a baby. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, often us women feel that sensation that we might need to go to the bathroom or like during penetration, mm. but that's actually could be a good sign and that we've been missing out on, you know, that next level. Absolutely. And the, and the biggest thing as well, like beyond feeling like you're going to go to the bathroom, sometimes that feeling is actually a cover-up for there's an emotional thing there. You know, these hormones related to certain emotional states of being get stuck in, in the muscle, right? And if you go in and push it, it may actually need to release, which means you may feel like you need to have an emotional release. And a lot of the time we're not taught that this is okay. That if, you know, if you're feeling anything other than pleasure, we don't feel safe enough to allow whatever's in the space to flow through. But here is the key. We need to release those and create safety and trust within ourselves and with a partner to allow these emotions or these release to come through so that we can access the deeper states of pleasure because they're on the other side. They're trapped behind emotions that we're suppressing and not allowing ourselves to feel. Totally true. And I can really relate to that because I'm still studying this myself because I have got a lot to learn. Um, so I think it's so important. And I really wanted to talk about now that we've just myth busted these lies. So what kind of practices would you suggest that women start to partake in? So maybe some products and techniques? 
Yoni eggs are amazing, especially because you can just go get Kegel exercising balls to, you know, strengthen the muscles. But working with crystals in the area is so, so powerful. What about those wands? Absolutely. I think um, ones are more for actually going in and releasing the muscles. Rose quartz is always a beautiful one to work with because it's all about bringing back a sense of unconditional love to the area, compassion, releasing. And also red carnelian is amazing because that is a stone that is all about sexuality. It's all about your libido. It's all about grounding earth energy, opening the root chakra because I'm an energy healer as well. And if your root chakra, your base energy center is shut down from trauma, we're not allowing the energy to fully flow through us and connect with the earth. And then that can leave us having issues receiving life, you know, receiving pleasure beyond just sexuality, you know, pleasure outside of that box and just allowing us to be in the moment of receive feeling good. So reconnecting with the area, another thing that I highly, highly recommend is um, breast massage. The breasts are so connected to our womb space. They are so intricately connected. And if you go into tantric practices, you will learn how before we even go into having sexual uh, relations with anyone or even with ourselves, before we enter our temples, you know, um, it's about opening this space up. So really connecting with the breasts is not only good for, you know, pleasure purposes because by the way, you can have orgasms from your breasts as well. <laughs> I'd like to learn how to do that. I've got no idea where to start. <laughs> you can pretty much have an orgasm in any part of your being. Like this is the bigger, deeper thing is that I um, run full body energy orgasm workshops. And for us to be able to get to that state, which is understanding that we have pleasure potential within every cell, it's actually the natural state of our cells is bliss, which feels like pleasure. So to be able to start to access those, it is really important for us as women to connect with the yoni space, to connect with our body, not just for a goal. So incorporating a pleasure practice rather than masturbation, you know, I hear this all the time from women. Do you feel um, like masturbation is a dirty word almost, like that you wouldn't like? people sort of saying masturbation? It's a self-pleasure act, do you think? Well, um, I think it's about bringing awareness, uh, you know, uh, being conscious about even the words we speak. And the word masturbation derives from a Latin word that is to take. So it means, you know, it's not really an honoring word to something that we want to do as a self-love practice. This can be a practice that can fill our cups up opposed to depleting our energy. Mm. And, um, that's why I really love to refer to it and come to this as a self-love or, you know, a self-pleasure practice because then you're also taking away the idea that it's just about genital stimulation. Yeah, great. Like setting half an hour because I know there's a lot of women out there who have that I don't have time. You know, there's uh, that's what the one thing I hear the most is I don't have time. But at the end of the day, it is about prioritizing, you know, that I'm sure there's somewhere in the week where instead of watching TV for half an hour, 
you could actually sit down with yourself and touch your body, you know, without having the goal, without the genital stimulation, you know, um, actually awakening. Yeah. And can we talk about that? Because the event that you said that we did meet at, you were talking about setting the scene and actually making it into a ritual. Can you talk about maybe how we could set the room up so that it is more a ritual and it's a more loving scene? Well, this is the thing is, it wasn't like I was always some full body energy, amazing being, you know, at one point I was under the same belief as other women, you know, I thought it was all about knocking on the front door, not even going inside. (laughs) Yeah. And I love that um, term. I really, (laughs) well, it it is, you know, we we, um, invest in door knockers and we don't bother with um, actually going in inside the temple. Mm. So when I started understanding Tantra on a more connecting with myself level, it was like, right, setting the scene. Tantra is all about sensuality and sensuality means to use all our senses. So really setting the scene, like this is the thing is we would want a lover to do this for us. If we would uh, opened up the door and imagine um, a lover had set up a whole night for you. There was candles everywhere. There was music. You could smell amazing senses. There mm. was chocolates with strawberries and they were standing there saying, this is all about you. It's a queen night and I'm going to touch every bit of your body until you are ready to receive pleasure without the expectation of giving back to me. Mm, like very how much would we be like, oh my God. (laughs) Hello. Yeah. So why can't we do that for ourselves? You know, my favorite little ritual was I am such a bath person. Like, oh my God, there's something about a bath that. And bubbles. You love a bit of bubble action. Yes. Hell yes. (laughs) So really getting excited to give back to yourself. First of all, you know, it's like that, oh my God, I'm going to set the mood. I'm going to put on this playlist that I've created with all my, you know, essential playlist of music that I really love that gets me into that sensualness. I'm going to light candles. I'm going to light incense. I'm going to dance and like move my body and feel my body. And then what I would do is, you know, go into the bath and just really allow my mind to let go and to really just allow myself to receive being in that and then to allow myself to touch my body how I wanted, as slow, as intimate, as as sensual as I, I possibly wanted it to be while really slowing down my breath. You know, there was incorporation of some central fun toys because <laughs> here's another thing that I love is, you know, the beauty of, of the world we live in. We can focus on toys as something to disconnect us mm. or we can focus on the fact that technology is allowing us all these different things to connect deeper with ourselves, to understand ourselves and take responsibility for our own pleasure. And I remember years ago, my kind of little journey started because I started working in an adult shop and I thought I knew sex. I thought I knew what it was all about until I started working in an adult shop. And then I was like, oh my God, I have no idea. Like, what is that? What are those? What shape is that? I learned about, you know, spots in the body that I didn't even know existed and that there's a toy that 
is able to access that. And, you know, I really got into this self-discovery kind of like, what are those, what's this shape do, how's this shape done? And made it really about, you know, connecting with my body, getting out of my head, not using imagination of needing someone else to touch me and just really feeling into how it feels in my body. Like that's the biggest thing is, We're so trapped in our heads. We want to get back in the body because that's where the deeper pleasure is. So putting all these elements together of really allowing the body to know that you can relax, that you're doing something that is coming from a place of self-love, that you're giving back to yourself. And at the end of the day, if you don't want to touch yourself and you're you're just um, having a bath and relaxing and feeling your whole body that's enough. That's self-pleasure. And if the next time you, you know, you want to have an orgasm and discover what's going on inside of you and to not shame yourself if you don't feel anything the first time, this is almost like that, you know, showing up for yourself. Because if we've got, you know, layers and layers of years of disconnection there, it's going to take time. And it's almost like building that trust with your body. Your body's going to be like, oh, you're just going to come one time and, you know, it's like a female, like, uh uh-uh, you're just going to come one time and take from me. It's almost showing your body that commitment of like, no, I'm here, I'm committed to, just like we go to the gym, you know, we go to the gym for our health, we commit to eating healthy food, we commit to all these things that are are for our health. Well, this, a self-pleasure practice is for your health in my eyes and it's so important And if we don't take the time to get to know our bodies that way, if we don't swim our own oceans and understand how deep they go, we can't expect someone else to swim that deep. Can I just ask a question? Sorry to interrupt. What would be your best advice? So obviously we're talking about starting some self-pleasure rituals. So on a weekly basis, yes. Uh, getting the right tools, so maybe tapping away at those pressure points that we're not used to working. And yes. like roughly how long would we have to be doing these processes for? So say someone has lived their entire life, they've never had an internal orgasm that they're aware of. I mean, they might have, but they weren't aware of it. What kind of time frame are we looking at to go from A to B? <laughs> Such a masculine question. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. I, I guess um, No, it's beautiful. Approximately, like if you were to roughly do it weekly, are we looking three months? Are we looking at 12 months? What kind of process? So here's the thing. This is a question I do get asked quite a lot and it really depends on how much you are willing to allow your mind to let go and to allow this to happen. Um, I've had women who have you know, overnight. I've had women who have come in, said that they can't have internal orgasms. And it's just as simple as me saying, yes, you can, you are capable of having them. I've had them come back the next day and go, oh my God, guess what? I had an internal orgasm last night. And it was almost like they would, it was just a simple permission piece in their mind. Mm. But they would have just been like, hit the jackpot. Yeah, I've had flowers and chocolates given to me. I can imagine. (laughs) And um, 
it's all in the mind at the end of the day. It's really got nothing to do with the genitals. It all comes from the mind. And as much as you can give yourself permission to know these things, same with full body energy orgasms, the more you can allow yourself permission to know that you can do that, the more it could literally happen overnight. It's all about how much you're willing to give yourself permission to let go of that conditioning, that programming, that belief, and to just drop into the body and allow the body to go into where it needs to go because it's waiting for it. It's almost waiting for the permission to be able to reach its natural state of being. Yes, totally agree. And I think that that's just the most powerful information is that we've been now told that it's okay to relax and that we are all capable of doing this. And I just think, yeah, it has to get Mm. out there, this message. Hell yeah. We all need to be having, you know, reaching these deeper states of pleasure. It's, um, I see it's for your health. (laughs) Well, just, yes, need to change our mindset and all start practicing because it could happen overnight. I mean, you're giving me a lot of hope here. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. It's funny how much us humans almost, we wait, we need permission. We need permission to relax. We need permission to have an internal orgasm. (laughs) Well, it's just that we didn't know that these were the facts. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think that it is amazing what you're doing. I really appreciate your time today. And I know that you've just helped so many individuals, whether they're females, even men, because I do have men listening in because as a partner, I'm sure that they've felt these frustrations for themselves or even for their partner. And it's just so magical to finally get this out there that we can all orgasm internally. This is amazing stuff. It really is. And I'm I'm all about spreading the good word because, you know, this is what I truly see is that the awakening. It's the awakening to the integration of our, our sexuality because, you know, we're sensual beings. We're meant to feel full body energy orgasms and deeper states of pleasure. It's it's our it's our right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're all ready for it. And thank you so much for all of that information. If you want any more details about Mickey and what she does, her work is fantastic. So check it out. MickeyMunro.com. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. Thanks again for listening in to the Big Sis Pod. And I absolutely love hearing from you. So make sure you send me an email with any topics that you want us to chase up for the Big Sis community. You can contact us via email, bigsisaustralia at gmail.com.